Hello, I'm Charlotte Watts. Welcome to these podcasts that were first broadcast live in my Facebook group, Charlotte Watts Calm. Hope you enjoy them. And if you want more, please look at my website, charlottewattshealth.com. folks on this week's Facebook live just want to do some really simple stuff just to help us find energy at times we might feel low that doesn't agitate and doesn't give that sense of maybe coming from a low place to a suddenly kind of like overstimulated place so things that will wake us up in a way that brings us into a state of consciousness and a state that we can easily engage with the world around us. We're not coming from a kind of a vigilant, reactive place, but a real feeling of nice and a space and being able to be here and fully engage. So this is not really just to mention stuff that we might do overall to energize. I talk quite a lot in many places about the things that we need to be doing on a kind of broader level, a broader scheme, like eating regularly, eating protein with meals, eating plenty of vegetables with mineral content and B vitamins and vitamin C, so all the nutrients we need for energy production. But this is a little more about kind of quick fixes, if you like. So things that we can have on hand to use instead of turning to things like sugar and caffeine or any other alcohol, cigarettes, anything else you might do just to kind of ramp you up on those times when resources are feeling low or, you know, you just have to keep going and you need to gather up some sense of engagement with the brain. So particularly useful at the moment is I mentioned in the broadcast last week about the things particularly in winter that we keep up for mood so quite obviously getting some more sunlight and getting some more fresh air are things that we might be able to easily access but they might not also be accessible to us it might be things like we're stuck in a room and so but what things can we do then immediately just to get that sense of coming from maybe a bit of a, a kind of fuzzy soggy brain to a little bit more alertness now one of the things that it's interesting people were always told to do at school and something that we teach in the meditation is sit up straight. And this idea of coming to sit up straight, when we might be slumping down, particularly if we feel quite uh, tired and quite lacklustre, lifting ourselves up, sitting up from the front of the spine and lifting up from the back of the head wakes up the brain through the brainstem. It has a very natural awakening effect. What it also does is it allows us to sit up as we were designed posturally, like I said, up through the front spine, but also allowing us to open up through the chest and open between the ribs so that we're really allowing our breathing apparatus to be able to take in oxygen to its fullest so that when we take a breath in, we can fully open our lungs and take in oxygen from the front of the lungs, but also out into the back, so that support from the back. And also, you know, it gives us the space, if we're not collapsed down, it gives us the space to be able to fill our lungs to their fullest capacity with oxygen. And then we can easily sigh out as well and easily have an exhalation that also calms in the same breath cycle. So we're both energizing with the inhalation and regulating our nervous system on the exhalation. And sitting up straight is a really good way to do this. Now, something that I use 
very often to wake myself up. And again, it's about waking up nerve endings in the brain is to rub the roof of your mouth with your tongue. So if you just try that now, I do it, but I won't be able to speak. (laughs) I can't really show you either. So you're actually taking the tip of your tongue and rubbing the roof of your mouth. And that wakes up nerve endings directly up into the brain. And it's incredibly effective. I do this all the time when I'm kind of working and I need a bit of um, mental acuity, a bit more kind of like enlivening of focus. And there are lots of things that we can do to, to wake up nerve endings because stress and tiredness really often have us kind of pulling everything into the center and feeling like we want to kind of withdraw in. So there are many things that if we start to get attention out to the outer body, out to the periphery, start to give us a more sense of awakening and also increase things like circulation, which increases blood flow, not to a point, again, of agitation, but to a point of where we are receptive and we can feel and we have a good contact to the air around us. So if any of you have done things like Tai Chi or Qigong, they often do tapping on the head, which is incredibly good for waking you up, waking the brain up. And you just do it to the level that feels right for you. So again, it doesn't feel agitative, but it's it's like when you you take your tongue to the roof of your mouth. Sometimes when you do that the first time, it can feel quite tickly. And that's a kind of sign to keep going. And it's the same with tapping your head. I can feel like this quite um, kind of almost like a buzzy feeling, a kind of uh, almost, you know, you can feel the nerve impulses, the electricity, and you can give your head a bit of a rub and you can pinch your eyebrows and you can pinch around your temples to make space and to wake yourself up, wake your skin up, wake your nerve endings up so that you're getting feedback in from the outside. So that your body has and brain have something to respond to. So equally, you can squeeze arms and legs. This is very good for just waking us up and giving a real sense of our body in the here and now. So this can be both grounding. So if we're agitated but feeling exhausted, this is very soothing. Gives a real sense that we're here. But again, it's waking us up. So dense into the arms and down into the legs, even into the feet. And that brings us to the feet because it's when we stand on the earth and stand up from the earth that we have that sense that we need to be awake. We need to be alert in order to be able to move ourselves around, have the proprioception, that sense of where we are moving in space. And that needs alertness to be able to move without clumsiness. And we all know if we're tired or we're feeling really stressed, maybe we get a bit more clumsy because we don't have that sense fully online, if you like. So moving about and doing something where you need to engage your sense of balance and your sense of how you move through the world also wakes up without agitating. And a really good way to do it is just to stand on the ground. You imagine my these hands are huge in this perspective. But imagine your feet are on the ground and you just roll from one side to the other. So you go onto the inside of one foot, the outside of the other, and then roll back into the opposite outside of one inside of the other. And just rolling across the feet like this does several things. It really wakes up the nerve endings in the feet. It gives you a clear relationship with the ground. And because it throws you slightly off balance each time you move to the side, your body has to stay alert to find that point where you come to the end point just before you might lose your balance and then your body corrects yourself back into centre. 
And that's really good for just waking you up from the ground upwards. And you can do all of these things together. You can notice your feet on the ground. You can sometimes I'll move my jaw around when I'm doing that kind of stuff, even you know, move my tongue in, in my head again. And so standing gives us that sense that we need to be alert and here. And also then if you bring your arms above your head, then there's definitely that sense that we are energized, that we are here. So things that people often call kind of like power poses or something, which is much more about kind of a sense of occupying your space in the world, having a sense of I am here, a sense of confidence to be here. And that in itself is energizing, it's engaging, and it is bringing the whole of your body together, really saying that you need to be attentive and aware. So that's not the same as being alert and vigilant, but attentive and aware is really being here with a sense of space of where you are. And that helps to wake you up. It's a very, very different relationship with the world around you. It's kind of slumping in and kind of letting everything go and feeling that we're kind of we're atrophying and we're not taking up much space, if you like. So another thing to do is, is to plug into your belly to really start to connect with that place that's the centre of you. And waking up your belly is away from your head. So if part of our feeling tired is that we are locked up into thoughts neck up, which are incredibly tiring. So as human beings with this huge front brain, thought processes can take up an enormous amount of energy at any given time. So to bring ourselves down into our body, to get a real sense of our belly can help us drop away from those kind of ruminations that can tire us. So just circling your belly lightly and sitting up straight to do that gives that real feeling of being internally connected and connected to all parts of you from the centre out. So it's it's increasing that sense of interoception. So that's how we sense our internal landscape. And again, it's that awareness that doesn't need the tiring vigilance of alert because we're not quite paying attention. So our body likes to protect itself. So those are a few things to help in terms of physical stuff. And I would actually say that if you're kind of person who's in the position to do so, because you're somewhere where (laughs) this is socially acceptable, is to taking a nap if you're able, but also if they suit you. So naps don't suit everyone. I'm marvelous afternoon naps. I'm one of those people who can go straight down into deeper sleep cycles and come up again afterwards. So if you're that kind of person, you know that you can kind of you go down quite deep. And then when you come up, it's almost a sense of, well, wow, that was incredible. And a bit of where am I? But you can orientate again pretty quickly. If you're the kind of person who, when they have an afternoon nap, everything feels quite groggy afterwards and you can't kind of pull it around again quickly and lose your bearings, they're probably not for you. For some people, they do interfere with sleep cycles in the night. For some people, they have a very kind of energizing effect. They have that kind of power napping effect. But I really wouldn't do them for more than 15 minutes, uh, 20 minutes max, or they can affect your sleep cycles later on. You know, you want to be able to go down and up before you've completed a whole sleep cycle. Otherwise, you can affect quality of sleep if they are for you. And one of the things that is naturally energizing and people attending to be 
maybe a little lax when the weather is colder, is drinking water. Often our tiredness and our fogginess can be due to dehydration. And by the time we're feeling thirsty, often we are already dehydrated. And this is particularly true if we're not being hydrated from the food that we're eating. So this is a good time of year, particularly if you're not feeling that natural urge. If I'm talking from a kind of cold climate here, so if you're watching or listening to this later, then this might not apply to you now. But in a cold weather, when we feel less drawn to just drinking water, particularly having things like stews and soups and really getting our liquid and our hydration from the food that we eat. It's really crucial to keep up energy. And stews help us to deliver because there's the natural sugar that breaks down from vegetables and plant sources present. That really helps to deliver minerals into cells. So it might be that you are having more liquids and forms of soups and stews, lots of herbal teas, which I'm going to post yet more teas that I've bought tomorrow, as is my uh, slight obsession. But particularly if you're feeling lacklustre, rather than turning to the caffeine, do try licorice tea. It does keep the stress hormone cortisol circulating, which is why lots of it can, it's contraindicated if you tend to high blood pressure. But for those of us who don't have high blood pressure, mine tends to low, so I can get quite dizzy, for instance, if I come up to standing from low quite quickly. And licorice tea is particularly good. But if your blood pressure is fine, licorice tea is very good for kind of natural energizing again that only agitates if you're trying to drink buckets of the stuff and licorice in itself sadly it usually does have sugar present and often wheat as well but if i'm going to go for a sweet treat sometimes it's just got to be licorice sometimes a healthy bar like you know a panda bar for instance is the kind of the treat that i might need you either like licorice or you don't so if you do like it well it's a very useful thing to have around and the other thing that's really naturally energizing is citrus. The smell of citrus, it's why it's often used in oils or uh, mists, for instance, that are kind of more energizing, more citrus notes like grapefruit, lemon, orange. But even peeling an orange and smelling that smell and having those oils infuse the room and then taking those in in the body is very naturally energizing. So they're, they're lovely to have around. Even just kind of something an orange is a really kind of beautiful thing to have and a really great snack to have in the afternoon. And on that kind of pulling those two things together for kind of quick energizers, one thing I do a lot, particularly if I don't necessarily feel like just drinking water, is to have water with lemon. So that combination of citrus and hydration, they're really good, I find, for something that just feels like it wakes you up. So that's a kind of roundup of stuff that you can do that's quite, you know, incredibly accessible, pretty much free and stops us turning to things like caffeine and sugar that ultimately do rob us of our energy. So the more that we can move around, even go for a walk up and down the stairs, get some fresh air if you possibly can and move around, move your limbs, touch your skin, give yourself a squeeze you know, maybe have a talk to someone, wake up your brain if you've not been speaking. There are loads of ways that our body naturally can wake up, but we're quite used to locking ourselves down in quite sedentary and still ways for long periods of time. And it's just not what we were designed to do. So, 
yeah, moving about and getting getting a real sense of your natural energy back means that you start to trust that as well and trust that your brain can come onto a nice sense of awake and alert rather than go into more stress mode and be caught up in tiring vigilance. So lovely, do send me any questions through anything that you do as well that you find really useful for natural energizing. It's really good to just hear from everyone and the things, the little kind of the individual idiosyncratic things that we all do in our lives. I hope that's been helpful and uh, speak to you soon.